Welcome to the Living Inspired, Fearless, and Encouraged podcast. My name is Robin Terry. I am your host. This podcast is for the perfectly imperfect. There's no judgment here. Only real talk about real issues as we run this race to win together. Stay tuned for another life-changing episode. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. So um, we are in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic in the United States and really around the world. And so I know the, if you listen to all of my podcasts on my last recording, I was in the middle of like having a, a moment and I was trying to decide whether or not I would continue doing the podcast because I wasn't quite sure how effective, you know, it was or if it was even worth doing because, um, you know, I felt like it was something God wanted me to do, but it was overwhelming and I was just tired because I always have stuff going on because I'm still a mother and still working full time. And I was just in my feelings. And so I was ready to quit. But after taking a couple of weeks off, I regrouped and um, I was very prayerful. And, you know, God said continue. But the recordings are not going to be every week because I was trying to do something every week. But it was just too much. So I'll probably do a recording maybe twice a month. Um, I feel like that'll be good um, for me to still get the word out about Jesus Christ. And it'll still be good um, for even those who are unbelievers. If they tune in, there's still great information, just, you know, everyday things that we'll talk about. And so back to today's topic, we're going to talk about the coronavirus pandemic and the effect it's having on on uh, people in America, really just people around the world, because, you know, I, I'm still going to work. I am a healthcare professional, so I'm still going to work. I haven't been laid off. Um, my team, you know, we're still working hard for the patients and we're trying to meet every need as much as we can. And with God's help, I know that we'll be able to. Um, so I know a lot of People have been laid off and a lot of people are stressed out about this whole thing and upset as they should be because uh, it's hard going from having income to not having in any income at all, especially when you have a family to take care of. And I know it's difficult. I know I haven't been laid off, but I have been in a position um, because I became a mother when I was uh, 16 years old. And so I know what it's like to want to be able to care for your child and you, you don't have enough money. And although I wanted to give up many times, I didn't. And, and that's what I want to leave with you. I don't want you to give up or be dismayed because I know even if you're laid off right now, you may have lost or, or even if you're working, but you're looking at your stock and your stock has decreased um, substantially or your 401k has decreased substantially, you know, don't lose hope because, you know, our faith 
It's not in money. You know, money is not our source. Money is a resource and it is a solution to many problems, but it is not our source. You know, God is our source. And so when we've come into situations like this and we face difficulties, you know, we can't be so focused on what we're losing in the natural um, that we forget all about the spirit. You know, so uh, I want to encourage you to use this time to instead of focusing to instead of focusing on, you know, everything we're losing right now, we're losing jobs, we're losing money, the economy is down. Um, and there are a lot of people crying and upset, you know, and, you know, nobody is exempt from this horrific event. Nobody is exempt. It's affecting everyone in every nation around the world. And um, so, and, and, and what I've come to realize is that, you know, there is a scripture in the Bible that says, uh, when we keep our mind on God, he keeps us in perfect peace. And so, and I found that to be true because the more I think about this coronavirus and if I just dwell on it, and my mind is always on it and I'm watching the news and I'm absorbing everything that they're saying and I'm focusing on that, I have no peace. I literally become you know, anxious and fearful and stressed out. And I know a lot of people are. And so we have to replace that fear with faith and we have to focus on God during this time and focus on our faith. Like God is really trying to build up a nation of people that he can trust during tumultuous times, you know, it's right now it's like sink or swim in the spirit. Are you going to sink or are you going to swim? Are you going to be a coward or are you going to pray and believe? You know, this is not the time to fall back from God. This is the time to run to him. And so I want, I mean, I'm doing that and I want all of us to do that. And even if you are a, an unbeliever, you are, if you're an, an atheist or agnostic, you don't believe in anything. My question to you is, what do you have to lose by trying God during this time? You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. You really, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain by deciding to trust in God that you cannot see, trust in a faith that is hard to believe in. So, um, I want to I just want to tell you, it's not about the money. It's about your soul. Think about your soul. Think about what 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 we can do during this time to help each other survive, to help each other and lift lift each other up and encourage each other and um, to not be so selfish. Because, you know, even in the grocery stores, you know, you're seeing people fight over toilet paper. You know, all the shelves are empty. And it's in a sense, it's because of selfishness. You know, you know, folks, I've seen people with buggies full of stuff. Why you need six packs of toilet paper? That is so selfish. You know, we have to think about our neighbors. We have to think about our elderly. You know, it's not just about our household. It's about households all over the country. All over the world, it's about your neighbor's household. It's about your your child's 
best friend at school, their household. So we need to be more giving and loving during this time and not so selfish, not so pessimistic, not so, you know, um, not not walking in unbelief. And so it is my hope and prayer that we're all able to come together as a nation, as a people to get through this thing together, because we're going to all need each other to get through this thing together. And I know um, and on another note, I know kids are out of school all across the country and I know it's hard for parents. I have four children and my kids eat all freaking day, like. I mean, all day. None stop. I'm like, guys, stop eating like this. They eat out of boredom. Not only are they eating all the time, they're drinking, you know, all the juice. I mean, running through toilet paper and paper towels. I'm like, guys, hello. We're in a shortage right now. And so I think this is a time to teach our kids how to live, uh, you know, on little, especially when, you know, a lot of our kids are blessed. A lot of our kids have more than we ever had uh, growing up. And so they are also adjusting, um, adjusting on how to live on a little because um, they're used to being able to get whatever they want, you know, from the store or out of the pantry, out of the cupboards, you know, hey, if I want it, I got it. But I think this is a great time to teach our kids uh, how to live on a little because a little goes a long way. And so I've been talking to my children about just having a little because a little can go a long way. Um, and that's one thing I learned from my mom, because as I was growing up, uh, my mom also had four children and we were, for lack of a better word, we were like poor when I was very young and I watched my mom, um, you know, she could scrape together a meal out of some salmon croquettes in a can and a biscuit and, you know, and a can of biscuits. Like I watched my mom make meals out of very little food. Like sometimes there wasn't food in the refrigerator, but somehow she made a meal out of a couple of things that were in the cabinet and she made sure that we ate. And so, um, and I'm not saying that my cupboards and cabinets and pantry is empty right now, but, you know, I'm teaching my children that, you know, there may come a time where you may not have everything that you want. And it's OK. Learn how to survive with what you have, because God can take a little and make plenty. And that's another principle that uh, I feel like we can be teaching our kids during this time. Um, not saying we should starve them, but we sh can teach them portion control and self-control. And, um, and I'm pretty sure they're more, they are more appreciative now of all the healthy meals and going out to eat the, the times that they could. And my kids have even told me now that they are more appreciative of being able to go to school. That is something that they took for granted. And now that they can't go, they miss it. They miss their teachers. They miss their friends. And, you know, and, and this is also a time we can teach them, you know, don't take anything for granted because the same way that it's given to us, it can be taken away. You know, when we started 2020, 
I'm pretty sure nobody thought that right now the entire nation would be going through what we're going through right now and that our entire way of life would be changed um, before the end of the first quarter of the year. And this is a great time for us to fellowship with one another, um, with each other in our in our household. It's a great time to build bonds. It's a great time to create memories. And so that's what I've been doing with my children. And when I'm not at work, I am enjoying every moment of creating memories with my kids, playing family board games, dancing around the house, playing music, you know, and, and it's a relaxing atmosphere. You know, we watch movies together. Like I, I subscribed to Disney Plus and we sat down and we watched, we've watched movies together. And, you know, I'm just trying to show them so much love, as much love as I can. Uh, because, you know, although I am praying over my household and, you know, hoping and believing that coronavirus won't touch us, what if it does touch us and then our entire life will be changed again? And so, you know, I want all of us to be careful not to take any of the time we have with our families for granted, because in a moment it can be gone. It can be changed forever. And and also. I know some kids uh, right now are not in loving households. And that is heartbreaking because I I hate to see children being abused and mistreated. And, you know, um, my mom was telling me she witnessed this mom just cursing her. She said that child was maybe four or five years old. There's another mother in the store just cursing that child out, telling her she wished she was at school and the child getting on her last damn nerve and all of that. Like those are hurtful words for our children. And so I am just praying that, you know, parents are patient with with their kids. And I know we're not used to them being around all day and, you know, eating up all the food and constantly wanting to talk. But I'd rather that my babies talk to me than be talking to a predator on the Internet or to be talking to a predator on Snapchat or something like that. So those things we have to think about and not take for granted because at any moment, that child that you are fussing at and cursing out at any moment can be taken away from you. And you don't want your last memories with your child to be hurtful and hateful words. Same thing for husbands and wives. You know, uh, there's not enough love in the home. There are more, There's more domestic violence and more... Um, you know, just more, more of all of that stuff. And I just, I'm just asking everyone to learn a little more patience and to pray for more patience. And I'm home between husbands and wives and parents and children and that the children don't pit the parents against each other and manipulate each other. And, you know, there's so many things that can go on during this time of quarantine. There are some kids being molested right now, some kids being mistreated right now, and they're around it all day. And so instead of us being so focused on ourselves and trying to keep ourselves safe, I'm asking that we all pray for those kids who don't have a voice and those kids who are being mistreated right now, even as I speak somewhere 
in this country and around the world because they have no way of escape. They can't go to school and school is a way of escape for a lot of kids because they're able to go to school. That's what's keeping them going because they get to go to a teacher, perhaps a teacher who loves them and shows some love or perhaps to a best friend that they can, you know, play with and, you know, uh, have some fun with to escape the trauma that they experienced at home. And it's heartbreaking. And so that is something very real that's going on outside of the sickness and the dying that we are seeing. There's also hurt in the homes of a lot of these kids. And so, and then also there are homes that are filled with love. And then there are homes who are coming together and they're teaching their children about Jesus and they're having service and they're praying together and all of that is great. And I'm praying that that happens for every home because we're all in this race together. And whether we run this race fast or slow, we all trying to run it to the end and we all want to win. So one of the best ways to win is to walk in love and to care for one another and and not only love each other, but love God first. And if we love God first, we can love each other a whole lot better. And uh, I think that's all I, I want to say today. I just want to encourage everybody to um, stay prayerful and to know that you're not in this alone. And don't be thinking that God is punishing us. Nobody really knows what is on the mind of God, but I do know that a lot of things are allowed to get our attention and to bring us and to draw us closer to God. So use this time to pray more and to fast more and to draw nearer to God, because he said, if you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you. He won't turn his back on you. So don't turn your back on him during this time because, you know, the blood still works, you know, by Jesus stripes, we are healed. God is still a healer. He's still a provider. He's still able. And I know we're praying for our loved ones not to get sick. And there's somebody on a ventilator right now. And somebody is praying that they don't die. And if they do die, I am so sorry. But just know that even if God doesn't heal, he is still able. And for that, he deserves glory, praise and honor. And I just want to leave you with that. Even in the midst of all of this, God still deserves all the glory, all the praise and honor that's due his name. He alone is God. He is our healer. He's our provider. He is our keeper. He is our protector. And if no matter what we do, God has to heal the land. God has to heal the sick. And that's what we're going to be praying for. For God to have mercy on our country, not just our country, but other nations around the world. We all need his grace and mercy. So that's all I have for today. It is my prayer that you heard something that's been a blessing to you. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at Dr. Robin Terry. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Divine Diamond. And don't forget to purchase my book, my memoir, um, it's called Resilient, My Story, God's Glory. And I wrote the book to inspire a nation of young women and mothers around the world. It's more than about me being a teenage mom. It's about faith. It's got daddy issues in there, relationship 
um, problems and a lot of traumas that I overcame as a young mother, as a young woman. And so I wrote that book because there are a lot of lessons I learned the hard way. And I want to help mothers and young girls and even some men all around the world with my story. So once again, it's called Resilient, My Story, God's Glory. It is available anywhere books are sold, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million. You can get it at walmart.com. You can go to your local bookstore and um, ask them to order it for you. You can also download it on the Kindle or the Nook or Kobo or uh, all of those e-readers. You can get it. Uh, So thanks again. Thanks for tuning in. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to Life With Me on today. It is my prayer that you heard something that encouraged you, motivated you, or inspired you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Until we meet again, God bless.